Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocate's Radio Show, the post-election edition, Dom, the glorious victory edition you know, if we were at the at the ballpark, I'd hang a W on the flagpole. <laughs> we won last night, baby. I'm. I would I'm, brand myself I'm, with a hanger in the shape of a V for victory. <laughs> uh, thank you to Sage Wild Civic Media CEO, my partner. Uh, appreciate Sage coming in, and we look forward to that warm, fuzzy blanket of truth, getting all the parts assembled. You know, like. A John Denver song. Do you remember that back in the 80s? Uh, anyways. Uh, you know, John Denver, really not my style, bro. A patchwork quilt of truth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of work to do, uh, and we got there's time to do it, right? The next election, what, next spring election? Uh, next spring, we will have a primary, but the next chance to win back a seat on the Wisconsin Supreme Court for the conservatives, two years, a couple of years. 2024, of course, will lead us to the presidential year. Well, that's, of course, if they don't try to impeach uh, soon-to-be Justice Janet Protasiewicz. Buddy, we're going to see all kinds of crazy stuff. Here's the here's the craziest part. We'll get to the crazy former president. Let's call him Defend on Trump. We know that was the other big news of the evening last night. We watched a little of the speech. Uh-huh. Is that what it was? What the airing of the grievances? I mean, that was. You guys just... You know, relaying and reiterating the litany of cases against him. I mean, what all these say, I mean, you are either the most persecuted and unlucky fellow in the world, or you're probably the crookedest bastard that people think you are. I'm just saying they can't be both. Dominic, in history, when we look at April 4th of 2023, it could be an inflection point of sorts. I would certainly say in our backyard here in the state of Wisconsin, the nation was watching us. And also, for accountability of the former president, let's call him Defend on Trump, it was the beginning. And during his speech, he like laid out his legal defenses in like four different cases. You know, if even if I were his supporter and I'm sitting there and he's like, and these guys, they screwed me this way and that way, and they think I'm a criminal. And this guy screwed me this way and that way, and they think I'm a criminal. And then he goes through like four different prosecutors that are on his heels at some point. Logic, common sense says, man, there's a lot of smoke over there. You sure, you sure you're not on fire, sir? Right. You sure something that you did didn't cause this? I mean, let's think about that for a minute. I mean, you know, you meet, you go out and you meet people at the bars. You get, you get some, you know, break a dose dude. You get people that talk a lot. And I, I you know, you meet some people. And like, I like this. You met Donald Trump at a bar. He was just telling you about, oh, how the man's coming after him all the time. Well, I can't this believe you got three ex-wives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, dude, I mean, maybe, maybe you are the source of all these problems. 
I mean, maybe. But of course, guys like that, narcissists, uh, they can't possibly think it's something to do with their, themselves or their own behavior. Well, Dominic, love to hear the reaction of the audience this hour, 844-967-2789. If you were looking at Wisconsin, it was an early evening last night, and we had great coverage right here on Civic Media. We were playing out the elective results as they came in, and one race was all the marbles. It was for the soul of Wisconsin Supreme Court. It was for the right to perhaps restore some semblance of Roe v. Wade, the right to maybe get to legalize marijuana someday, expand Medicaid, ungerrymander the maps, roll back all the attacks on collective bargaining and labor unions under Scott Walker. All of these things at least are possible. Maybe not probable, but at least they're possible. Yeah, they, they would not have been possible at all Should uh, would uh, if Dan Kelly would have won. So at least democracy... It's like a glimmering light in the distance here in the state of Wisconsin. But yesterday. I just hope that light at the end of the tunnel isn't a train, Crudy. It might be. You never can tell. <laughs> but I have some faith restored. And I was feeling quite confident after the early primary, the the narrowing of the Supreme Court field. When Dan Kelly, and I know that Dan Kelly is a god-awful candidate, and Republicans also sensed that. So they ran another conservative, this celebrity judge from Waukesha, Jennifer Doro. Sort of foxy news, pretty, you know, had a few things going for her. And a couple of bad stories about her family and trying to open up a shooting gallery slash bar, kind of a strange, you know, entrepreneurial desire in her resume, Dom. But I think had she won the primary, it would have been a lot tougher battle for Janet Protosiewicz. Dan Kelly... It's easy to hate Dan Kelly. Everyone in that room last night was groaning because they hated Dan Kelly. Dan I mean, Kelly the, literally gave the worst speech, a losing speech. It wasn't a concession, concession speech. Uh, it was a sore loser speech. And it, it was, was like the kid on the process. playground that's like, you suck. I'm taking my ball and going home because he got beat by 10 runs. Just just an embarrassment of a human being. I mean, and, and literally, like this is the guy, Republicans, that you voted for. This is the guy that would have been on the court, again, after an appointment by Scott Walker. And that's a great idea to you Republicans. Like, literally, I question your judgment in these cases. Jennifer Rubin over at the Washington Post. Here's her take, Dom. And again, we'd love to hear your take, 844-967-2789. The headline, after a huge progressive one in Wisconsin, the right wing is whining. What else is new? They are literally the... Snowflake white party. They are the party of ivory soap. Uh, anyways. <laughs> In a state so evenly divided that a one or a two-point margin is a resounding victory, Wisconsin voters turned out in droves on Tuesday to deliver an unmistakable blow to right-wing judges and politicians pushing forced birth laws, hyper-gerrymandering, voter suppression, and union-busting. Progressive judge Janet Protosiewicz clobbered Former right-wing state Supreme Court, uh, I hate when they call him that, former state appointee to the Supreme Court by Scotty Wanker, Dan Kelly, she beat him by 11 points when, uh, when she wrote this. About 95% of the vote was in. The Associated Press called the race less than an hour after the <laughs> polls closed. Dom, you and I were in Waukesha. We went to the People's Park. We like to, you know, 
support local businesses on Main Street, if you will, you know, by eating and drinking. Yes, of and course. watching the Brewers game—a glorious nine nine nothing victory. They won again today. They're in first place. Five. Hey, man, the Brewers, the, the cheesehead, the, the, the cheesehead. That, that, that's that's that helps. That's the trick. But yes, it was. Uh, I don't think we even got through a first drink, uh, and they had already called it for Proto Sandwich. There you go, crew. The cheese block. That's what I'm talking about. The Brewers, man. Every time they hit a home run, like back to back to back and back to back. I mean, it was just an amazing game. And when they got done. Uh, they put the cheese head, the cheese block on, on the player's heads. It was fantastic. Before the Brewers could score nine runs against the Mets, the hapless Mets, Janet Protosiewicz had already been declared the winner in the great <laughs> state of Wisconsin against Dan Kelly, who came out, and if you missed our one, uh, it was the worst concession speech. No concession. I hate my opponent. I hate my life. And <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going this way. <laughs> It's like Cartman. Uh, anyways, a little bit more here from the writings of Jennifer Rubin at the Washington Post. I am sport my cheesehead, you know, because I hit it out of the park with my prognostications yesterday. Now, <laughs> yeah. I called this glorious victory. I've been calling this under my breath quietly because I didn't want to discourage any of the voters. But, Dom, you know that I've been overly confident that if Dan Kelly was the opponent, Protosawitz was going to whoop his ass. And she did. Big time. Uh, the race primarily turned on two issues. An 1849 abortion ban triggered by the U.S. Supreme Court's repeal of Roe v. Wade and a radical gerrymander plan. The latter possibly the most extreme, most extreme gerrymander in the country. It is. Turned a 50-50 state into a 6-2 Republican advantage in congressional seats. Catch that? It's a coin flip state. And we've got a 6-2 Republican congressional advantage. We've got a two-thirds majority in the state Senate. They can start impeaching congressional officers. And despite the outcomes, they probably will. Because if they've got the power, they're going to exercise it. Won't you, Robin Voss? The power is no good unless you use it. And if, if the trend continues and the Republicans show no sign of abating or changing their mannerisms or their policies, their mega, uh, they're going to get worse and worse and worse. Because as you, as, as you get put into a corner, they're going to fight harder and harder. Dominic, let's not forget Wisconsin Supreme Court, the only state Supreme Court that had a rule on the efforts of the Trump team to try and throw out about 200,000 absentee ballots from the two bluest counties in the state, Milwaukee and Dane, where I live and where you live. And effectively, that would have overturned the election. That only held up by a 4-3 vote at the Wisconsin Supreme Court. While 2024, we could have a close race like that too. This will be an additional firewall. We won't have to count on a singular, supposedly judicial independent Brian Hagedorn to be the stopgap if Republicans want to steal the next election. And just one sentence from his ruling, quote, the relief being sought by the petitioners is the most dramatic invocation of judicial power I have ever seen, unquote. And you think the Republicans are going to back off at all? I don't think so. Pundits who thought defeated former President Donald Trump's indictment would set off some sort of backlash to Kelly's benefit were engaged in wishful thinking. <laughs> I want what you're smoking. Wisconsin voters are savvy enough to understand the former president's legal debacles have nothing whatsoever to do with their state courts. Democratic State Party Chairman Ben Wickler, our guest just yesterday, right, Dom? I guess it was Monday. 
who mounted a mammoth turnout the vote operation, told me, Jennifer Rubin, Tuesday, the GOP machine thought they had broken Wisconsin's democracy enough that they could rip away fundamental rights from half the population and never suffer any consequences. Tonight, an enraged electorate proved them wrong. In a state that tips the country, Dobbs, the crowning achievement of the far right, became its undoing. That and civic media and Crudy's bold predictions and this cheesehead, man. It's going to be a glorious summer in the great state of Wisconsin. The Brewers are going to win the World Series. Janet Protosiewicz <laughs> is on the Supreme Court. And the Devil's Advocates will continue to be the greatest and most humble radio show ever. <laughs> and we'll continue to take your calls in the next segment. Join us, please. Humble us out a little. 844-96-PARTY. It's a party up in here. The Devil's Advocates, never personal, only politics. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Join us on the phones at 844-967-2789. Dominic, um, not going to read the entirety of the remainder of the Jennifer Rubin piece. You can find it on the Devil's Advocates radio Facebook page. But perhaps just the conclusion, the last two paragraphs i'd like to bring it home on behalf of reuben uh she writes and she's talking about the wisconsin supreme court race in the state of wisconsin last night it was a glorious victory for our team uh but anyways she writes don't get me wrong i'd prefer the days when justices such as Sandra day o'connor and anthony kennedy were not a certain vote for one side or another but instead considered each case on its merits I long for a day when you could take judges at their word when they spelled out their fidelity to precedent. But we are not there, and we haven't been there for years. Elected judges around the country should perk up. If they want to hijack democracy by acting like MAGA legislators in robes, they'll find themselves out of office. And the warning to Republicans could not be more blunt. If you keep pushing... Right-wing judges, widely out of step with the 21st century United States, to trample on cherished civil rights. Voters will boot you out up and down the ballot. Republicans have every right to panic that Dobbs might usher in a new era of Democratic dominance in critical swing states. Starting in this one, you're welcome. 844-967-2789. Let's get to some of our fair callers. Up first, we have Monica from Madison. Welcome, Monica. What do you got for us? Hey, Monica. Hi. Yeah, uh, driving home from working the polls uh, Tuesday, I was worried about the state Supreme Court race, and then I heard on your fine station about the charges against Trump, and it occurred to me that if he's found guilty of a felony, he won't be able to vote. And that gave me like a, a lot of hope. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then today I heard about Kelly's comments, and with all the higher education that he has, you would expect a graceful acceptance of defeat. I mean, Al Gore got screwed, and his concession was respectable, but Dan Kelly was beat fair and square, and it was just disgraceful. What do you mean the higher education? He went to the, the Christian Broadcasting Network School of Law. Yeah, that's the higher education. Oh. It wasn't even an accredited law school when yeah. his ass graduated from it, Monica. 
Okay, but it's still post post high school. You okay, Tom's got his NBA. I'm I'm not impressed, Monica. I get it, Monica, but you know yeah. that's the thing. Uh, you know your education level has zero to do uh, with your ability to uh, empathize and have respect for other human beings. You know what I'm saying? I, I just he it, it it was it was literally, and I've seen and heard lots of speeches in my life, Monica. That was just an embarrassment. It was so terrible. Playground bully who had lost the kickball game. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just disgusting, and and I don't know if anyone has brought up about Trump not being able to vote anymore, but wow. That would make me really happy, and and I'm just afraid that like if he is found guilty of it, that he's just going to flee the country. Well, Good. haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> Monica, really appreciate you listening, and uh, glad we brought you a little solace last night. Yeah, thank you for working the polls, everybody out there uh, doing their part. We do appreciate it. it. Could be done without you. Now, obviously, Donald Trump has an airplane. Somebody thought it was really cool. One of the conservative guys, I noted that he boards in the back uh makes it a little less cool when you got to go on the you know the rear end of the plane if you know what i'm saying uh but donald trump has had his passport seized by the fbi right the mar-a-lago raid i think they gave it back though well shouldn't he have his passport seized now that he is under multiple felonious indictments he is a flight risk in some way shape or form and Ultimately, you would think with private airlines available to Donald Trump, he could flee the country minus a passport. You know, the rest of us would have to go through TSA. That's not how Trump's doing it. But when you've got the the forethought to paint your name on the side of the jet when it says Trump on the side, good luck hiding that thing in Russia. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. I did see uh, uh, on the interwebs someone you know superimposed the Trump jet on the L.A. highway, like like the white Bronco and all the cops behind it. It was pretty amazing. Uh, Matt from Minneapolis, you are next. Welcome, Matt. What do you got for us? How you doing, Matt? Hey, Dom crew. I just want to congratulate you because you guys definitely put a spark into the people's rear ends over there to vote the right way. You know, I can tell you in all sincerity, man, we have never put the concentration on a Wisconsin Supreme Court race like we did this one. And once upon a time, man, it was just me and Dom and some some syndicated stuff like Tom Hartman and Stephanie Miller, but we were the local act out of Wisconsin, if you will. And there was no way right. that we ever in the last decade covered any Supreme Court race like this one. And I would say that has always been the the strategic advantage of the right here in the state of Wisconsin. I often reference 81 right-wing talk radio stations, but they're not network men. You got to go station by station. Right here, Protasiewicz, the day after she won the primary, we put her on every news talk station in the civic media lineup and on KTNF in Minneapolis, WCPT in Chicago, because I know a few of those dollars came from J.B. Pritzker down in Illinois. <laughs> I think he heard her on 820 a, uh, 8.20 a.m., Devil's Advocates. Right, right. And, you know, I've got an 18-year-old daughter, and then my girlfriend has a 21-year-old granddaughter. And they are out, and, you know, they are voting the right way. Yeah. My kid voted. Dom's daughter voted for the very first time. And by next election year, Matt, by next year, 
my youngest will be able to vote in the fall election in 2024. All the Trudy clan will well, be that's voting. Groovy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys ought to roll a big fatty and pat yourself on the back. I'm out of here, okay? All right. Thanks for Thanks, listening, Matt. Matt. Appreciate it. We would have done that win or lose, but we appreciate the sentiment, man. You know, I'm glad when the audience endorses what we were already doing anyways. <laughs> Come back with us. Super coolest radio show when you participate. 844-967-2789. A Wisconsin Supreme Court race and defend on Trump. like to talk about that as well. Fight speech he gave. The Devil's Advocates, never personal, only politics. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates radio show. I'd call it the hangover edition, but the state Supreme Court race in Wisconsin, the election decided so early, <laughs> I didn't even get a buzz on. I watched the Brewers win, hopped in the car, drove home, beat the storms, had the car in the garage by like 1030, Dom. Not a bad evening, all things considered. Not bad at all. Well done, Michael. The the. Low light of the evening, other than your company, perhaps, was You're welcome. Donald Trump. And we have a standard around here in Radio Land. Don't crap the bed. That's the lowest minimum yes. standard. That's but there, but there are standards, and that is it. Don't now crap we the bed. Strive to make great radio each and every day, and amazingly dumb in eleven plus years. We've never crapped the bed. Not you and I. <laughs> we've seen it happen to others but we've never done it no no not the way donald trump did last night uh we'll get to you in a minute callers be patient you're next 844-967-2789 but gotta share a little of the speechifying of defend on trump down at mar-a-lago home with his people dom it was a strange scene let me describe bits of it donald trump reacted to his first court appearance with an airing of the grievances at his Mar-a-Lago resort. Got to hey, wait till Friday. Friday. <laughs> and NBC's Joe Scarborough doesn't think the spectacle will help him win over any new voters. No, as a campaign stump speech, uh, he crapped the bed. Well, I mean, it, it's worse than Scott Walker when he was running for president, you know, identifying all the jobs you, he is not qualified to do. Well, Donald Trump effectively laid out all the legal defenses for the future indictments that are soon to come. I feel quite confident after he is nervous about the the overwhelming number of indictments coming down the pipeline. But anyways, a little bit more. The former president lashed out at Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg hours after his arraignment. But the morning show host said the case is weak enough on its merits that Trump quite likely won't suffer political consequences that aren't of his own making. Uh, here's a quote from Coffee Joe. Donald, that's the whole point. Donald Trump is his own worst enemy. So, of course, they are of his own making. If Donald Trump were sane, if he were rational, he would have said, I'm going to go to bed with the win. But as we all know, Donald Trump can't keep his mouth shut. He goes out. I will just say he messes the bed in a stupendous way last night. Don't do that. You never do that. Never mess the bed. Uh, he could have used this speech to say, you know what? They treated me bad, this, that, the other. Just like what happens to you when you, uh, when they treat you bad doing A, B, and C. The system is rigged. Instead, it was all these personal grievances went all over the place, scattered shot. 
And by the end of the speech, Ron DeSantis had to be feeling great going, well, it was always going to be him. You think this is a winner for DeSantis? I really, Dom, a little bit more from Morning Joe, and then I'll throw my opinion. By the end, yeah, that guy. The guy will never be president again, Scarborough added. He took this advantage that a lot of people thought he had and completely blew it at that crazy display last night at Mar-a-Lago. Well, I can't imagine any positive coming out of that event. Um, um, anyways, let's let's. Take I mean, but, it, but it was consistent. I mean, this is what he says. I mean, he says these things over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, th- this is not any more or less crazy than Trump has been addressing these issues over the last year at all. This is this is on par. This is consistency from the crazy Donald Trump. But defendant he Trump. wasn't under indictment prior and he hadn't just been arraigned prior. Yeah, come on. Russia, 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 Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. The perfect phone call. You know, the Mueller, Mueller. Come impeachment come on, hoax this, one, this, impeachment I hoax mean, two. The whole thing. The whole thing. And was he on a teleprompter last night? I mean, I can almost, re, you know, recite all the things that going on in Donald Trump's head, what he's going to say to you, because that's how he is. This is, it, yes, it was crazy, but it was very consistent. I like it when you call me Big Papa. He is the Biggie Smalls of... Whatever that was last night. I actually, here was the only point I wanted to make. I never claimed he would win the presidency, Dom. But what if I often said he will be the Republican nominee? Yeah, I don't think so. Despite all the losing. No. And there's so much losing, Dom. By contrast, I would say here in the state of Wisconsin, since we started putting civic media together, it's too much winning. I'm getting tired of all the winning. Oh, so much winning. I mean, listen, I mean, just the, the... this doesn't strengthen DeSantis's case. This well, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it does if if uh, if if Fannie Willis comes out, you know, early May and lays down the lumber on that, and then imminently, you know, uh, what's Im- yeah, I don't right? think it's she coming. knows what that word means. Well, we all have different definitions. That's why it's important to communicate and discuss. Uh, I would think it would have happened already, but every day that goes by, it seems that that word imminent would be coming closer and closer. So sooner or later, a decision will be made. And if the decision is made uh, on Fulton County, on Trump's election interference and felonies pertained to that, that's going to be a, a big, big problem. And he's going to have to you know, show up in court for that as well. And, not, and let's not forget the news today, former Vice President Mike Pence will not appeal uh, his, his order to testify to Jack Smith on the uh, J6 issues. So that came down today. And the courts are moving quickly, as we've discussed, uh, you know, within 24 hours of these things happening. Uh, I, it, it seems to me that time is spinning faster and faster. Uh, and, and if Donald Trump makes it to the first debate in August in Wisconsin, I would be surprised. He's going to win that debate, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by these standards, which is the very low standard of the Republican Party. I mean, just look, they picked Dan Kelly to be their nominee here in the Supreme <laughs> Court race. Let's let's play a little of the sound. It was a little crazy. And it was the airing of the grievances, like we often do on the Fridays. Uh, Ebone, going to need your help here. Let's play Trump Cut 3. My opponent is a serial liar. Yep. Boy, that's dang. Yep. She's disregarded judicial ethics. Yep, She's demeaned the judiciary with her behavior. Mm -hmm. 
this is the future that we have to look forward to in Wisconsin. I'm sorry. That was the speech from loser Dan Kelly. I had to rake him over the coals one more time. I was going to say, Trump sounded <laughs> terrible last night. It, it very much resembled the Trump speech, though. <laughs> if you didn't hear the non-concession speech of the loser in the Wisconsin Supreme Court race, it sounded a lot like Trump shaking his fist at the Alvin Bragg and all the other prosecutions coming down the pipeline. Uh, Kelly, you lost by over 200,000 votes by 10, 11 points, man. It wasn't even close. Yeah, but he got more votes than any conservative yeah, judicial Donald candidate more ever. Votes than any sitting president ever. Except, I got know, 75 million. That, Biden got more. That's that's how elections work. It's, it's math. But don't worry your pretty little selves about it, Republicans. We're here to tell you all about it. So didn't mean to confuse. That was Dan Kelly. Let's play a little of the Trump, uh, the indictment. Here yes. we are. Cut nine. Here we are in Mar-a-Lago. So here we are now. It's where we were today in a city that was so great just four or five years ago. When I lived there. <laughs> but now we're there. Spend time there today, as you possibly read. With a local failed district attorney charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history. Former. At least he acknowledges. <laughs> wow. Many times he still still calls himself Trump, President Trump. Uh, more from the stupendously crapping of the bed from Mar-a-Lago last night. Donald Trump, cut 10, please. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. My only crime and, is I love and, too much. And and to, you know, book the payoffs incorrectly and commit tax fraud and other fraud violations in doing so. He never he never really addressed the thirty four charges against him. I mean his his signatures are on the checks, man. My understanding during the arraignment, during the booking process, he said he spoke aloud to whoever was processing him there at the courthouse and said you're really arresting me like it was he he wasn't believing it in real time and the other thing i noted when he walked in the courtroom that no the, we're detaining you the bailiff that led him into the courtroom didn't hold the door just let it slam right in his face <laughs> it was a little humorous i i found it funny trump probably is not used to holding his own doors anymore He's used to the Walmart greeters and the Secret Service doing that for him. Uh, more of Trump. No crime. Cut 12. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, <laughs> say Everyone? there is no crime. No, there is. And that it should never have been brought. Alan Dershowitz, who's often a Trump defender, although he used to be characterized as a liberal Dershowitz says Trump will probably be convicted on these charges. But these he'll charges. and win on appeal. We'll see. Uh, one more from Trump. Lucky number 13. Not a great day for Trump, all things considered. Persecution, not investigation. 13. This is a persecution, not an investigation. Of course it is. He's playing all the hits, Tom. I was waiting for Tiny Dancer and YMCA. <laughs> at, at, at obscene volume levels. 844-967-2789. All things considered, pretty good day up in here. Yes, absolutely. Although I see CJ in the queue, that would worsen the day, but we'll keep going. Joe from Madison, you're always welcome. What do you got for us, Joe? 
Hi, Joe. Yeah, oh, those speeches are um, moment, great moments in, in bad manners, aren't they? I mean, <laughs> just imagine if there were woman candidates in the and these were the loser speeches they gave. What what kind of a hell zone would be created? You know, I I mean, he can get away with it, but imagine a woman going, um, "Well, good luck to you all," and then stomping off. I mean. Hysterical. I wanted to make a slight right turn, you guys. Uh, again, thanks a million for all you've done and building up this network and creating this great service. And as we head into spring, and just to give a little bit of punch as to something wonderful, it's going to be warm coming up next week. And I wanted to say, and I know I've pitched this before, I am so anxious to get my baseball hat with my mad radio on it. Mm. I also want a Shaw baseball hat. I want a St. Croix country um, and an Oshkosh air support hat. The graphics that you have for your stations are beautiful and really wonderful. I think you could sell a six-pack of your baseball hats and make a lot of moolah because they are just absolutely lovely. So I would say as we're heading into spring, you know, Mother's Day is around the corner, Father's Day, lots of birthdays graduation presents, now's the time to utilize those incredible graphics. They're just great, and I would love nothing better than to head into spring wearing my support for your network. Merchandising. I think Where the real money yes, in politics is Get made, Joe. swag, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, I've, I've heard this a lot. Crudy, come on, man. Wear the T-shirt and the hats, man. Joe, thank it's you for... Full, full zip sweatshirt, yeah. Thanks for putting more on my overburdened plate. You know, <laughs> now I'm right. in the merchandising business. You know, there are a couple of people that commented on our Facebook post. You and I out last night, you know, just wishing the crowd you're welcome, basically. The devil made me do it, I think, is what you posted. The devils made me do it. And a couple of commenters on our Facebook page said, you still owe me a T-shirt. <laughs> well, my thought is this. You better come get it from me. While there still are a couple of shirts left in the cabinet, so, you know, reach out, DM me or something. I got a couple of T-shirts there. Old devil radio style, though. Oh, the old school. But, okay, are, but are we working Could on, be like, collector's new, items new, soon. But but Joe's got a point, right? All these new really cool graphics, man. I mean, can I? is there a suggestion box or an email or someone I can call to get a hat? Or yeah, a I write down your suggestion and stick it in your <laughs> box. That's what I would say. But Joe, not... we appreciate your call. You like it when Joe says it, but when I say it, you got a problem. I'm being nice I, I to the callers. Dom, you realize we had a little election and opening day this week. A week ago, we we're doing a Charlie Barron's event at Get Out the Vote. We had a glorious victory in the state of Wisconsin. And now the most pressing question in your mind is when are we rolling out new merchandising? You know, we just rolled out a new radio station. What about WBZH? You don't like the buzz of the North yet, Joe? I love the buzz. Put it on a hat and give it to Joe. It's Thanks got a little call, mosquito Joe. on there. And much of the graphic design for our team, Rebecca Sullivan. Very talented. Yes. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Good work. Wish someone would put it on a t-shirt or a hat <laughs> and sell it to Joe so I could worry about working on radio and the greatest radio program ever. Swag comes later. Uh, your calls, last segment. They come next, 844-96-PARTY. The Devil's Advocates. Rock and roll political commentary in a top 40 world. 
And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Last segment of the day. Going to take your calls in just a moment at 844-967-2789. Dominic, I always like to look and see how they're covering it on the phone news, on the Foxy News digital site. And I mean the headlines of the day. Got to see what's important. Not the top lead, but the elections last night in the state of Wisconsin. Here's how they're being characterized on Fox News. Conservatives pick up landslide policy victories in Wisconsin election. What? Conservatives pick up landslide policy victories in Wisconsin election. The referendum, the non-binding <laughs> referendum questions. You know, the real importance of the election is whether or not the non-binding referendum questions on welfare and working, whether or not they're supported by the electorate. Well, they all passed. But Janet Protasiewicz won the race. That is completely neglected. I mean, I'm looking Fox News Digital. If you're reporting it, it's on a back page. They literally, their takeaway is the referendum referendum. support conservative choices. Landslide. Landslide victory for conservative policy. Or laws that are already on the books. And and there might have been a Supreme Court race. We don't know. We didn't cover that. Who cares? 844. 967-2789. Can't wait for the Dominion trial. Glad I burned that bridge before it happened. Uh, Mark from the sack. Welcome back, fella. Hey, Mark. Thanks, guys. I'm actually calling you from my hospital bed at UW Hospital because I had a real bad infection there from some post-op complications, but doing great now. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear Janet. And uh, I saw Kelly's concession speech. The guy, the guy should be. It's time to indict him and all the rest of the insurrectionists. That uh, Mark, you know, I hope he literally has a good effing criminal defense attorney because he could be criminally complicit in the plot, the false elector plot here in the state of Wisconsin. You, Talk- you betcha. I mean, they violated the Fourteenth Amendment, and Tom Tiffany is a supporter of that, and being a supporter of that is also a crime against the Constitution. So indict that guy too. I mean that uh, it's it's just time to it's time for Josh Call just to indict these guys, ignore the supposed political consequences, and go after their asses. Mark, I like how you think. You know the one thing I have not heard, Dom, and I think it would be appropriate. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> uh, and generally, the Dems have been, from my perspe- perception, uh, fairly quiet on the whole thing, which is probably fairly a good idea and, and pretty disciplined so well the good we'll news is we're not on the team are we Dan? yeah exactly we can say what we want thanks for the call mark appreciate it man 844-967-2789 let's keep going steve from minneapolis you're up welcome steve what do you got for us hey steve hi uh i just want to talk about trump's airplane and my credentials for doing so as i spent 16 years at northwest airlines okay <laughs> what he's what he's got there is a 757 which they made from 84 to, I believe, 99 or 2000, something like that. This is over 30 uh, years old, my understanding. Yeah, so, um, you know, they were, they were pretty good in their day. Um, but, yeah, what he's doing is basically driving a 89 Chevy Lumina. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to... I mean, I know the Lumina's not a hatchback, but he's got it going through the back. Is that the normal entry point? Oh, only only when the front door was broken. You got to go in the back, man, and climb yeah. through. 
Well, they had to spend a bunch of money to get that thing serviceable because it sat for years. So I heard, Steve. That is some good <laughs> still information. Got the, still got the ashtrays in there, man. Thanks for the call, Steve. 844-967-2789. Still got the ashtrays. Uh, Eric from Tosa. Welcome, Eric. What do you got for us? Hi, Eric. Hello, Devils. Hi, I'm, uh, how are you doing? How are you doing? Excellent. Awesome. Uh, I just called in. I just got back from the Joint Finance Committee hearing. It was literally 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. of screaming at the wall. You know, in Waukesha, this is Milwaukee's only Joint Finance Committee hearing anywhere close. So it was a long day. But anyways, I'm actually just calling to kind of, kind of correct the record. Sorry, Crudy, you guys, but, but the first two questions, referendum questions, were actually there. They are constitutional amendments. They are binding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was the second it, go around. Was, that was on the bail, on the bail one, Eric. The bail and the release from prison one. Both of those are actually the the Republicans slipped them in as constitutional amendments, and so they are binding. The third one is already state law, and the fourth one was written from Ryan, by Ryan Clancy in Milwaukee County, and obviously is a positive one to restore a woman's right to choose. But the first two are are indeed constitutional amendments. If the legislature gets fixed. In years, you know, through the courts and everything and the, and the maps, we can, we can correct that and, and write something over that. But as it stands now, those are actually in, in place whenever they get put in place. Eric, way to harsh our buzz. <laughs> we appreciate the facts, man. No matter how we feel about them, facts are the facts. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate your perspective. 844-967-2789. Pizza Box. Mike, you are up. Welcome, Mike. What do you got for us? Hey, Michael. Wow, man, I noticed uh, Dan Kelly's uh, speech sounded a lot like CJ's called your show. Did you notice all that? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. CJ uh, called it, man. I think he called it for Pro, Pro to say what's yesterday. He was like, Crudy, they were both right. Well, you know, and, and the thing about Kelly being so upset, uh, that race was decided before the polls opened, you numbskull. 400,000 early votes. I mean, if you're talking about absentee ballots, I agree with you. If you're talking, it was one in the primary back in, uh, what was it, February? I would also agree with you. The day Dan <laughs> Kelly won the primary or took second was the day I knew Janet Protasiewicz was joining the Wisconsin Supreme Court beats box. Well, one last thing. The days of Scott Walker's Supreme Court are over. Yeah, Ziegler's still there. It doesn't matter. They don't have the power anymore. And uh, you know what? Uh, just for the first time in, what, 15 years? You kind of feel like something changed last night. Like people have had enough of the nonsense. Like listening to the CJs in our assembly and our Senate is getting old, don't you think? I absolutely do. And I think the Joint Finance Committee dominated 12-4 by Republican appointees. I don't think it's responsive to the will of the people of the state of Wisconsin. I think at some point... Republicans will become convinced that you can't govern from this minuscule minority. I mean, you can't take an extremist view, be it Dan Kelly or Tim Michaels. They were both against even exceptions for rape and incest in the case of uh, abortion. But what gives you that feeling? Why, why would you say that based on what, what trend or behavior or action would lend that to you? You're right. They're going to completely crap the bed Every elective cycle, as long as Donald Trump is their messiah, and as long as they continue to think 
that they can govern from this minuscule minority, which includes taking away women's rights. Women don't like that. See Wisconsin last night. Bill from Madison, you get the last word today. What is it, Bill? Hey, Bill. Well, I, uh, I was wondering if you could uh, verify something for me. I heard that when they were reading Trump is Miranda rights and they got to the point where you have the right to remain silent, the room broke out in laughter. <laughs> is that true? I'm not clear if it's true, but you could see that happening, couldn't you, Bill? Everybody yeah, knew Trump absolutely. couldn't keep his trap shut, didn't they? Uh, absolutely. And then also I, I wanted to point out that um, the whole thing about the welfare uh, referendum, referendum thing, yeah. uh, I, I thought that was pretty weird because we had uh, welfare reform in 96, which is called workfare. You're absolutely right, Bill. It's already state law. Thank you all for listening. Empowered Caregivers at 7. Native Roots Radio next. Keep it locked. Civic Media. You're always a winner when you listen.